Yo, what's good, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of Muckley Moments. And if this is your first time joining us today, we are a podcast about everything, anything, and nothing all at the same time. We're just here to join you on your daily day dues, whether you're doing the laundry, going to work, or feeding the baby. Like, we're just here for you, Holmes. Okay? Thank you for joining us. Um, I actually have a mini announcement before I, before I introduce our guest today um if you guys have been following us from the very beginning um you guys should probably know that uh i originally started this podcast with a group of friends micah kim jiu um we didn't know where this podcast was gonna go and we just wanted to let it grow organically just let it go wherever it needed to go and well just like life happens and with anything in life things change and as most of you guys probably know by now, Micah has gone back to the Isle of Wight. Yes. So Micah will not be with us for a while. Kim and G are still attached to the project, but you guys probably haven't heard much from them because we just live on different schedules. That's all. Uh, Kim's busy doing more freelance work and G is actually out of the city. Um, he's doing research work. So he, both of them haven't been on the podcast since maybe close to the very beginning, and we really apologize for that, but they are still attached to the project. You are going to hear more of me instead of Micah, sadly. Micah, we miss you. Um, but with that in mind, um, the podcast going forward, I don't know what the transition is going to be. I just want to let you know that there is going to be a transition just because Micah's gone and I'm going to be running this mainly by myself for a while. So when it comes to guests and even topics or what's going to happen later down the line, I don't know yet. Just know that there's going to be a shift and I just want to thank you for staying with us this entire time as well as going through this transitional moment for us. Thank you. Okay, guys. And with that, I'd like to introduce our first guest. Uh, we got Matthew with us today. How's it going, guys? Yes, Matthew is a... Uh, I met Matthew, what, two, three two weeks, weeks ago? ago? Yeah. yeah. We just very recently met. I've yeah. only been in Korea for about a month now, so yeah. literally for a month, actually, I think today. Mm -hmm. And like I was saying to the to the viewer, listeners, um, we're going through a kind of a transition period. Usually, I have guests on here who are my friends, um, people I've known for a very long time. So they're probably used to me acting or talking a very different way just because I'm comfortable with my friends. Mm. So like, you know, there's different faces when you're in front of different people. Like you put on a different face when you're in front of your parents. You put on a different face in front of your your coworkers, your, your superior, you know. So the audience are probably going to get a very different taste of me for a moment because I'm in front of someone I've known for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So this will be a little bit of a different podcast. Probably. This will be maybe, but this will be fun. I'm willing to try this and see how this works out. Yeah. Yeah. But welcome to Korea, Matt. Thanks, man. It's yeah. been really intense being here. So you came during the Corona time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like literally my first day I got here to Korea, it was literally zero cases of Corona. Oh, in Korea? In Korea. Oh, okay. My literally the next day, I think we were at one or two, like Corona was officially confirmed the day after I arrived. So that was interesting. Um, basically I go through my orientation at my job and since we began orientation, it was literally crazy. It's like, we felt like we were in a zombie apocalypse movie here because it's literally the numbers would start rising every single day, actually almost mm. by the hour. So like we basically arrived. Our first day was awesome. We were able to leave the campus, go explore different places, different, uh, different things. And for, I'm from the United States. And so being able to go to like a Seven Eleven, see the Seven Eleven here, which is awesome versus back home, which is like freaking nothing it's like horrible that was actually really cool and then literally the next day being like hey you're not allowed to leave the uh, premises you're basically all in quarantine and just seeing the numbers go from like 16 100 200 300 400 500 it was absolutely insane because we were literally were on quarantine for an entire week going from like i think day one on our orientation site was 16 people Literally the week afterwards, I think we were about almost 2,000 or 3,000 people. Like, yeah. that's how fast this thing grew. Yeah, like uh, a few episodes back, me and a few friends, um, we were making bets. We were yeah. like, okay, by the end of the year, how many patients are we going to have? Just patients. 
Mm. Like confirmed cases, not even deaths, just like confirmed cases. Uh, somebody was betting like two thousand. Somebody bet four thousand or something. I bet like twelve thousand, and it's already over. And I was yeah. like, and we underestimated the whole thing. Oh my god. Yeah, like, I mean, just watching that coming here to Korea, it's like, oh, man, your first three weeks, all quarantine. It was just yeah. absolutely miserable, actually. Mm. And then now it's like, it feels like it's dying out. Hopefully, that's what we're seeing here. Yeah. But it's still been a crazy fun mess, though. Yeah, you guys came to an interesting time. Yeah, we a did. A very interesting time. And I feel like you guys aren't getting the typical epic experience. No. Or the Korean experience in general. It's just like, oh, you guys are facing something very different yeah yeah so we we're not even starting working uh working yet so it's actually i think they were just announcing today it might be going on till yeah. another April. two weeks yeah yeah so just for reference guys today's date is what march 17th <sighs> yeah march 16th st march patrick's 16th. day right is it yeah st patrick's day guys 17th happy no, st patrick's day it's uh happy st patrick's day it's a little late but yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> no um but for reference um yeah, it's March 17th, and usually we're supposed to start school, like, we were supposed to start school March Back in 9th. February. Oh, no, for the new semester, for us, it was supposed to be March mm. 9th. That was the official date. I gotcha. Oh, wait, no, 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 I think it was even before, no, it was, it was like, March 9th, it was March okay, 9th. Okay, March right. 9th. Yeah, it was March 9th, um, but they pushed it back to, like, March 23rd, and this week, today, actually, they're supposed to announce. Mar- uh, April 6th is what we've been all hearing in our chat today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, I haven't been so, paying attention. So I don't I, know. honestly, okay. I'm loosely paying attention to it. It's more like we basically always have a cacao chat of all the fellow teachers here, and it's like everybody responds to it. So instead of going through 200 people responding, mm-hmm. it's more like I just wait till the end, wait for like okay, and then I skim through it. I'm like okay, this yeah. is the information I need. Mm, yeah, that usually these talks go off so much, I silent all of them. <laughs> oh, it's 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 actually really it's really helpful because it's a lot of great information, mm. but it's also so beyond annoying. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of information being thrown around, and um, I kind of stopped listening to it too, just because um, sometimes the information isn't correct. That is and definitely source, true. And the sources are questionable sometimes. Like for instance, there was one time I can't remember. Somebody says something, and I asked them. I was like, "Hey, where'd you?" Okay, so when I got the information, I pass it on to another friend. Yeah. Okay. And then my friend, both of us are skeptical about the source to start with, but I was like, "This is what I've been hearing." And then I asked the original friend. I was like, hey, where'd you get the source? Said, oh, I got it on Facebook. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, Facebook. Like from, from a Facebook status? Like, give me a news source, you yeah. know? So then I had to go back to my other friends. Like, hey, this friend got it from Facebook. Ugh, forget what I said. It makes me look bad. Mm. You know, for me, I don't know. Maybe it's an ego, pride thing. I don't know. Well, It just makes me look bad. Their thing is, with everything going on right now, it's like there's so much information out there and everyone's freaking out. You can't figure out what's absolutely 110% accurate until you see like multiple things about yeah. it. Yeah. So it's like I saw yesterday like my university back home which I have a lot of alma mater pride. I love my university. In fact, I went back and taught there for a little moment before coming out here. Um they just completely shut down school until the rest of the semester. They're not even mm-hmm. doing graduations. Like I feel so bad for the kids who are supposed to be graduating this uh this summer because mm-hmm. they're not even going to walk anymore. Yeah. So it's like Ouch. Someone posted that, I didn't believe it at first, and it's like you start seeing two or three posts, you're like, okay, this mm. is official now. Yeah. Yeah, a funny story I ran across on Facebook. There's actually through Facebook yeah. as well. Um, there's a Japanese, I think it's a high school, they're doing their university through Minecraft. Really? Yeah, what I don't know heck? much about Minecraft, but I'm assuming you could build like a... You could build like a castle or some shit, like house or school. How the hell would that work? Like, <laughs> then, I don't. And then all of the wow. graduating class come together into this building. It's an online game, so yeah. they all come together to this building. I'm guessing. I've never played Minecraft, so I don't know. But me neither. I saw like a video of him. Like they're holding a graduation ceremony through Minecraft, and like you could see them all seated. Like when they call the names out, the kid goes up to this podium, and like says thank you or some shit it would be japan who would do that yeah yeah yeah. japan or korea i mean it would be one of yeah, us yeah so. i was like this is kind of cool that's different i mean hey you know, it's like almost there to vr almost you I know guess. that would actually be really awesome i wish i had that experience because it's still like my grandkid can come up to me one day and be like hey dad how did our grand or grandpa how did you graduate from uh, college or how did you graduate from high school minecraft, minecraft. That'd Video be so games. cool. That'd be a fucking awesome story to tell <laughs> that would be nuts yeah that's a story that no one would ever forget there oh yeah for sure yeah 
like I think even now with the Corona thing, that's like a story that. Oh know, my gosh! It's like what's comparable to like SARS, maybe. Man, I, would I don't s- know. Yeah, but the media has made it way worse than what it actually. Oh yeah, is. yeah, for sure. Oh my god, it's insane. Yeah. Like being here watching this grow, and it's like those first three weeks, two weeks, scared out of my mind because it's like we had no idea what was going on because we weren't seeing what was actually going on in Korea. We were only hearing from the media and social yeah. media, which it's a billion times worse than what it actually is. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you get out and you actually see the real Korea. You see what's really going on. You're like, mm. okay, this is nowhere as bad as what they say. Yeah, people are just living their normal lives, to be honest. I right mean, now. Yeah, there, there are businesses shut down and yeah. schools obviously shut down. But, I mean, it's not that serious. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, I did have one scary moment. This actually happened on the weekend. I got on a bus. I was going to go to, where was I going? I was going to go meet, uh, have a bunch of groups. We're doing a D&D night here, which is, oh, okay. I've never played is before. Is Dungeons and Dragons? Dungeons and Dragons, okay. yes. I have never. talking about that last time. Never played it in my life. Always wanted to back home. And I was like, okay. A group of people were like, hey, we're all new here. Let's do D&D. I was like, dude, awesome. Let's do this. Yeah. So on my way D&D night, and I got on this bus. And literally, this guy just gets on like the next stop. And he's literally just screaming. He's coughing. He's sneezing. I'm like, oh my God, this is Corona. I'm getting the hell off of this bus like right now. <laughs> so I literally, I'm just like, as soon as he got on, he literally sits like two seats behind me. And it's like, it's just me and him on this bus. Mm. Nonstop coughing, nonstop sneezing. Literally took a small video recording of it. I'm like, literally just not of him, just like literally of my leg where you can actually hear him scream. It's like, it's actually freaky. Mm. So I got literally just like hit the stop sign, got off the bus and I didn't <laughs> want to act like I'm a jerk or anything. So yeah. I actually like I'm walking, walked like two feet and then I saw him leave. I'm like, cool. Walked right back on, waited 15 minutes for the next bus. Yeah. It's like, I am not risking that though. You know, I get, um, for me, it's more so I'm scared of spreading to other people. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I Every little cough, every itch I have is like, I feel like, oh, do I have something? I'm just not showing symptoms because yeah. I don't get sick that often. Like Me neither. Like the last time I got sick was actually my first year here in Korea. Yeah. Uh, okay. That, that I don't get sick. I just don't yeah, like knock on wood or whatever, but like, yeah, I just don't get sick in general. So like usually, I, yeah, I sneeze and shit, you know, it's just normal. But now I'm like self-conscious. I'm like. Does this sneeze mean something that I need to know oh, about, you know? The best is when you actually let out a cough and you're like in a public space or oh, yeah, on the worse. bus. Oh, yeah. Everybody just like gets away from you right now, especially mm. if you're a foreigner. Because oh, yeah. it's like they look at us so differently. I'm, mm. I'm white. So it's like they look at me like, oh, does he have the disease? So like I one time coughed yeah. and really like I look back and like everyone's like just staring at me. I'm like, like giving me like five extra feet, which is nice if you're claustrophobic. Yeah. But I mean, it's like, mm. yeah, I know. I understand. Time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like today, I was walking around and I forgot my mask, and I was like, "Oh shit!" People like people just staring yeah. at me. He's like, "Motherfucker, wear a mask," you know. And I'm like, "I, I always forget because we're not used to wearing masks in general." No, definitely not. Like back home, like even me, even though I've lived in Korea for like four years now, four or five years, is like I'm not used to wearing a mask. It's just not something we do back in the states. Yeah, you know, whereas Koreans, like even with before this whole Corona thing, they wear masks year round. They're yes, but I think it's actually really funny though. It's like you know, I'm ba- I'm from America. I'm actually from Tennessee. Go Vols, my own alma mater. Tennessee, okay. Tennessee, um, but it's just like I always thought this was funny. So before I came here, everyone was like, "You got to get masks because it's like you know that's like a big Korean thing." United it States, is. we don't do that. Yeah, we don't. What I thought was funny though is like right before I left was our flu season. Mm. Every single store had the masks like completely gone. Like there was nowhere you could find them, and I'm like, was that because of Corona? No, this was before Corona was a thing, really. Oh, okay. Just because of flu season. And I'm just like, mm. where the hell are they? Because it's like, man, who's wearing them? You don't ever yeah. see anybody wearing them. And it's like, True. that one was just really confusing. It's like, I think it was the day or two before I left. Um, one of my friends actually gave me like 300 masks for oh, free. Wow. So like, I had a ton. Okay. Did you bring them all? I did. Damn. I brought them all. They're all individually wrapped. It's actually mm. a friend of mine who works for the government. Okay. Um, so... Went through a mutual friend. I was like, hey, I need a mask. She's like, here you go. I was like, awesome. Thank you. So a little government help. So that was really nice. Mm. Actually gave them to all my co-teachers in my school as like a really thank Damn, you gift. Look at you. I know, right? Ugh. I try to make sure I came ass in. Ass kisser. You know what, man? I am definitely an ass kicker. I don't care. First time in Korea alone. Yeah. Why not? Okay. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. But aside from Corona, though, how are you liking Korea? I like it a lot. Um... I would say, I feel like I'm just now getting the Korean experience. What do you mean by that? So, you know, like I was saying, your first few weeks, it's like, we got here complete quarantine. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I really didn't get much of a chance to experience like um, Korea a whole lot. Mm -hmm. Like, because everyone's staying away from you. They're 
it's because of the time. It's like, how to describe it? Um, I feel like Koreans are very, very friendly people to begin with. Yeah, they really are. Um, but during this time that I came in, everyone's kind of staying away from each other due to the public health scare of Corona. Mm. So it's like now things are starting to finally calm down. And with them starting to calm down, it's like, oh, I'm finally getting the experience, finally getting the interactions with uh, Koreans that I'm really wanting. Um, still trying to pick up the language. So I know very few words. <laughs> like, well, that's fine. You've only been here for a while, man. Yeah, I know. It takes years to learn a language, probably. Uh, I think it says 80, what, 88 weeks to learn Korean? 88 weeks? That's what they're, yeah, that's what the stats were saying. Oh shit! I know. Well, I've been living here for like four years. That's more yeah. Than no, it's, it's hours, two no. literally two years is what it takes to like master Korean, which is actually my my goal at the end of the day. So Oof. I feel like I should be studying more than. Still don't know down. Oh no, my Korean's like shit. <laughs> it's enough to like survive. Well, That's here's the it. thing. It's like you know, you're a teacher. I'm a teacher. I mean, the real truth of it is when you look at it, though, we use English actually more here in Korea than anything because it's like at the end of the day, we're teaching. Yeah, we have a group of friends that are English people, so it's mm. like. It's actually, I feel like it's harder for, everyone always says, when you go to a different country, you can pick up that language so much easier. I actually think that's false. I think it's actually harder sometimes because you're constantly, the entire time, using English. People on the streets sometimes want to just come up and start talking to you to practice their English. Mm. So it's actually harder to learn a new language if you're in a country speaking your language that you originally teach. Oh, you're picking this up real quick. Oh, yes. I'm very picking Mm. it up. Most people don't realize this like six months in. Yeah. Well, that plus also... I do have a girlfriend who's Korean, and I have been trying so hard to get her to help me with Korean. Thing is, she's in PhD school, so 99% of the time, I'm helping her with her English, making mm. sure everything's set. I mean, she's about she's about a year from graduating, so it's like, okay, yeah, a little closer. Mm. But, have, have you been able to visit her since you've been here? No, I she's, asked you like last time. She's actually back in the States right now. Oh, that's right. I think that yeah. you told me that. I forgot <clears throat> yeah, you told so, me that. Funny situation my girlfriend. I actually met her... After getting involved into the program, I got in, um, but I knew her for a year. So it's like we um, basically, as soon as I found out I was going to uh, the program and going to Korea to go teach, I was like, hey, uh, basically I shot out to her as a, as a friend. Um, I was like, hey, can you teach me more about Korean? Can you teach me some words? And at the time, she was actually looking for a car. Um, she was just learning how to drive because she never drove here. She's from the Seoul area. Mm. Um, and basically, what was it? I taught her how to drive. She taught me Korean. Somehow we started dating. It went out of nowhere. It was like literally just out of the blue. It was like, oh, okay, cool. Did well, you did you even say it explicitly? Like, hey, we're dating. Anybody say it explicitly? Or it happened. Curious? Like it just happened. So okay. like actually it was funny. I used to like somebody else, not her. Um, at that time? Mm, yes, oh, at that okay. time. So I liked one of my friends actually a lot. And I even told her about this. I was like, because he was a mutual friend of both of us. And, um, as more and more I've got to know my girlfriend, um, the more and more I was like, wow, this girl's insane. This is awesome. Incredible girl. Incredibly smart. Um, in fact, she was actually, as uh, tell how smart she was, she was actually my teacher in college, taught me. And it's like, oh, cool. Now I'm dating my teacher after I graduate. What the heck? I don't know how that happened. That's cool. Everybody that's wasn't dating their teachers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Some people, that's a fantasy for me. It happened out of nowhere. I was like, okay, cool. So, but no, it's like, um. I don't know. We just kind of kicked it off, came out of nowhere, and it's pretty awesome. She's going to be back in Seoul this summer, so okay. I'm actually nice. we're going to be planning a lot of trips with each other, mm. um, a lot of weekend trips. She'll be coming down here as well to Daejeon, yeah. so it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. And then good. winter, she'll be back here as well. She only has about one more year to finish her PhD. Oh, okay. So she's just coming back for vacation then. For vacation yeah. and then winter break, and I. Th- I think I'm going to, we're figuring things out after that moment when she graduates, because it all depends on the job market. Yeah. She wants so badly, like her dream is to teach in Seoul. That's where she, um, teach college level in Seoul. Okay. Like actually become a professor. Mm. So that's where she's working on. But I'm trying so hard to talk to her about, Hey, what about Dejan? What about these other areas? You ever thought Mm. about teaching here? Yeah. But there's a lot of small universities throughout Korea in general. There hey, John, are. there's a lot of small universities. I mean, it's not big like Seoul or Yonsei, but you know, yeah, they're still big universities out here too. Like Chungnam is the big one out here, I think. I mean, basically, the national universities, I think, are some of the biggest ones, right? Chungnam's a national yeah, yeah, one, right? Chungnam's a national one. Yeah. It's an option. Yeah. If get her foot in the door, at least. That's that's exactly you it. Know. It's all about getting your foot in the door. Yeah. And actually, it's probably easier getting a job in the States. So that's something that we're just kind of mm. working on right now. So it's just yeah. fun, though. 
you were talking about getting a master's degree out here too, weren't you? Yes, that's actually what yeah. my uh, plan is. So, okay. um, yeah, go okay, for it, man. Cool, that's cool. It's right. cool me. So basically, my whole uh, the whole reason I came out to Korea was I actually have a business degree, not even a oh, okay. teaching degree. Oh, see. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's funny how that happens. I spent like many, many years doing different things in the business world. Actually, many different jobs, as weird as that is. And I did, went back to school so late. I actually went back to school at the age of 25 to finish my degree. I actually, one of those rare cases that actually goes back and actually does finish because most people do not. Oh, yeah. I think 90, 90% of people do not finish their degree once they quit. I went back, finished my degree. I actually had a really, really good job, actually. Um, did my internship over the summer. Um, did it in Arizona and Phoenix. And uh, they gave me a really, really high-paying job after my internship. And I felt like I was a freaking crazy man because, like, every single day I would go in there and leave. All I thought about was being a teacher. Like, that was it. Like, I was thinking, man, I can't wait to be a college professor one day. Like, that's mm-hmm. what I want to do. That's my dream is to be a professor. So uh, they offered me this job, and I literally was thinking about, like, man, I don't want to get tied down here. Like, all of a sudden I have, like, wife, kids, and have, like, mortgage and all this stuff to pay mm-hmm. for. I don't like what I'm doing. I want to be a professor one day. So I literally turned down like this really big sum of money to go back home. Mm. Literally moved across the entire country again. I was like, okay, let's figure out how to become a teacher. And then, mm-hmm. uh, I'm very, very, very close to all my college professors. Very close to them. Reached out to the one that I actually call, she's Korean. I call her Oma, which means mom. So, um, reached out to her and she's like, you ever heard of the program? She told me about this program that I got into. I was like, oh my gosh, awesome. So she helped me through it. And, um, yeah, now I'm here. So I'm going to okay. try to get this teaching experience, see what it's like being a teacher. And, and uh, I know my kids are going to be younger than what I actually want to teach at because yeah. eventually I want to get to the college level. Mm. So my kids are way younger than that. Mm. But either way, it'll be a great experience. It'll be cool to learn how to, you know, basically, because everyone's going to be taught differently. It's like we've all had those classes or if you're in college or high school, it's like, man, what was it? I really like this one professor. I hate this professor or I like this teacher. I hated this teacher. So everyone learns differently. So I think just by getting this different experience in with, uh, with the kids I'm teaching at yeah. probably can help me out through that college level of being able to get, change yeah. my teaching strategies to help other students. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's my goal. So I'm thinking two years staying with my program, trying to save as much as I can. I think after two year mark though, it's going to probably be looking towards like, really going to be looking, I'm really heavily looking at schools out here right now. So it's more like, okay, two years from now, I'm going to try to get my master's or try to start it at least really thinking Seoul national university, but I have no idea what I want to major in. That's my problem. I don't even know if foreigners get into Seoul national that easy. I don't know. It's easier. It's definitely really easy for a foreigner. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, Seoul national, Grad school in general is like, you know, pretty hard. And Seoul National is like the hardest one to get to here. Yeah. That's really, that's like the top tier Ivy school here in Korea. It's one of the hardest. Mm -hmm. Um, You get that shit, you're set for life. You are. Um, I think for foreigners, it's like a 33% chance for grad school. Oh, that's a high chance. Yeah, that's the thing. It's high. high Um, I have like seven letters of recommendation. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So I'm like, okay, teaching experience hopefully under my belt by this, by this moment. So I'm like, okay, I feel like I may have a shot. If not, I'm also looking at other schools as well, but. I'm thinking Seoul, Yonsei. My whole problem is I don't know what I want to get Start, my master's yeah. in because okay. I know it's not going to be business. Mm. That's yeah. You know me. I I think about the master's degree too. Uh, just for career purposes, um, it's not even self fulfillment mm. purpose or anything like that. Like I hate school in general. Like, yeah, I don't learn well in that type of environment. It took me like what six, seven years to get my undergrad. It was a struggle for me. And I mean, I did good. Like I graduated with like, I'm not saying I'm stupid when I say I struggled through it. What I'm saying is that I struggled to stay focused and finish the program. Um, I graduated with like a 3.7 GPA. Like I'm, I don't want to say smart. That's higher than my GPA, man. You know, I I don't want to say I'm smart, but I mean like if I can, if I take my time and do shit and I can find a way to focus. (laughs) Yes. Then I I, I, I can do well. And you can, and I could find a way to motivate myself, but for, I don't want to, it took me four years to get a fucking undergrad. Like, yeah, I, I, I can only imagine what it's like now trying to get a master's degree. It's like master's. I, I think it's a again. year or two. It's yeah. definitely not as long as a I'm still putting undergrad. I'm still doubling that number. <laughs> It'll take uh, me four years, man. I, 
I think it, it really will depend. It depends like how hard you're going at it as well. Yeah, that's true. Like honestly, I hated school until I was 25. Yeah. Well, hated I, it. I oh my God. It. Yeah. So yeah, no, mm. now I want to go and teach. I want to be a professor. I'm like, wow. The irony. Right. The irony. Hated college. Actually, what was it like? My college experience was interesting because I started out as an engineer. Oh yeah. Yeah. What kind, what kind of engineer? I don't know. Uh, like literally that tells you like oh, okay. I was, you uh, just didn't know. Okay. <laughs> no, my grandfather was actually a very successful engineer. Um, back in America. In fact, he's done a lot of crazy world history events that would literally like, uh, we may end up talking about this on this podcast. This is really cool because some of his events still affect the world to this day. I think you were talking about this earlier. Yeah. Too. I was too drunk to remember though. <laughs> Keep going. Anyway. So like, um, I got told heavily by my grandfather, go be an engineer. Like that was it. So I spent my first year of college at a, uh, an engineering school in Tennessee, Tennessee tech actually. Oh my God. I partied my way out of that. I think I had a 1.6, 1.8 GPA that still follows me to this day. Oh, okay. Yeah. I party hard, man. Like that was what I did. Cause I did not want to do engineering. I hated it. And also I joined a fraternity and I partied a lot. That's First time away from home though. You know, 18 years old. Uh, uh, okay. Don't recommend it. Mm, so well, I never did that. So, okay. I partied, but not frat party though. Oh yeah. I joined a fraternity. I lived in the frat mm-hmm. house. Okay. Uh, I call it a frat now. Back then, you called it a frat. They would only fight you. That's just a what? I, if you called it a frat back then, you had to call it a fraternity. So, like, if you ever were part of a fraternity and you called it a frat, they would want to fight you because they, for them, is disrespect. Oh, really? Now, when I, <clears throat> now that I'm older and like absolutely hate fraternities, mm. I'm like, I call it a frat because that's all it is. Okay, it's literally or is it a disrespectful thing you're trying to do now. <laughs> yeah, you know, honestly, that's part of it. It's yeah. more, but being older, I'm like, wow, this is really stupid. I know that might sound bad if anybody on here is in a fraternity. Yeah. Don't mean to offend you, but my experience with it, oh my God, was dumb. Mm. So, you know, me in college, I think, I, I I don't know if this is still running true. I felt like people who joined frats are people who just didn't know how to make friends. <laughs> I would actually say you are paying for your friends. Yeah. That is definitely okay. true. Like, um, my first year, it was more like first time alone. You had no idea what the hell's going on. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like you're 18 years old. First time I'm actually exploring the world. And um, also, I really just wanted a lot of beer. <laughs> okay. Being, yeah, being dumb. Was it? Fair enough. Yeah, it's like dumb, stupid, horny, like that type of thing. You're 18 mm-hmm. years old. So that's, yeah, I was like, okay, cool. But a bunch of people, they're like, hey, we're in this fraternity. I was like, oh, cool. I'll, I'll join you guys. Really, I was just trying to party with them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I did my... Well, I had friends. I was social. More social than now. You ever take the, um, what do you call it? The, um, was it the 16 personality test? I don't think I have actually. Oh, okay. Well, there's this personality. I don't, I don't know how much it runs true or whatever. Oh, is this like if you're an adventurer or something like that? Yeah, yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, actually, I think I have taken this. Yeah, I, in my, uh, back in college, um, they made us take it just so, for like, was a consumer psychology class, something like that. Yeah. Business, business school, you know. Um, I took that test. Um, I was actually an extrovert back in college. Hmm. And then I came to Korea and then I became an introvert. I definitely see as introverted. But yeah. you, I mean, you have that personality though where you can expand yourself if you want to. Just depends on you. But I can see it kind of being more of those person that wants to stay at home. Oh, yeah. You see my house. Yeah, Why it's is freaking it so nice? nice. It's so nice because I like to stay home. Dan has a nice nicer home. house than like everybody in this program. It's insane. I, I dare agree with that. Yeah, no. <laughs> I know. I don't know. Like, to be honest, like, I don't know anyone else who has a nicer place than me right now. Yeah, <laughs> my place is decent. You had to find your place. I did. All, all of us got our place given to us. And yeah, yeah. I am like very thankful for my place because it's actually like really, it's nicer and bigger than I thought it would be. Yeah, that's good. It's maybe still like the size of this one room we're in, not like yeah. counting the other rooms that are here in this place, yeah. but it's like. That's a decent size. Yeah. It yeah. is really nice. Uh, yeah. Grant, I'm really on the outskirts here. So it's like I'm far yeah, away. It takes me 45 minutes to get here downtown. Mm-hmm. But it's, I'm really happy with it. That's good, man. Yeah. Yeah. Most people get really small apartments. Yes. Um, I was actually really lucky my first year here. Um, I got a pretty decent size apartment too. Hmm. Um, but have you seen the movie Parasite? Yes. I think everybody has. Yes. Okay. See, so my apartment was similar to that situation. It's big, but it was semi-basement. Like it was in a garage. So like I had no natural sunlight. If you open the window, um, it's the inside of a garage, Hmm. you know? 
So like I had no natural sunlight. So my, but I had a two bedroom apartment, like a standard Western two, two bedroom apartment. The problem was that there's no sunlight and like it yeah. fucked with my health. It literally fucked with my health. I believe it. Yeah. Like you need vitamin D, get that D ladies and gentlemen, get that D, <laughs> you know, but, um, yeah. So I had to move. So I moved to like a spot, like down the road over there. I lived there for like maybe three years. Hmm. And then I recently moved here like a month ago. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So I just recently moved to this apartment. Man, that's a good one. You yeah. got to pick a good it's one. Decent. Yeah. Speaking of parasite, actually, I went to, uh, when I got to Korea, I actually got to meet my uh, girlfriend's family, her okay. mom and her brother. Oh, was that a first meeting? That was first meeting. Okay. Um, very interesting. Cause it's like, you know, you're not supposed to meet family unless you're getting married Serious. type of thing. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was funny. Uh, side note, her family has no idea that I'm dating her. They think we're just best friends. Mm, mm. I've heard this situation before. Yeah, right. But okay, keep going. Yeah, but anyway, so it's like... Wait, to this day, they think you're still friends? They just don't know. It's more like we've never said. Okay. That type of thing. Okay. So, but no, her fam- I went to her family's house, and it's literally, I thought like I walked into that parasite house, like that movie house. Oh, okay. So she's from that type of family. Mm, but damn, what- they afford to send her to America? Hmm? They can afford to send her to America? Yes. Okay. Well, the other thing is she, a lot of PhD students, they mm. actually get paid. Oh yeah. That's, that's paid by who paid by the university. Okay. That's cool. like, they're also teachers. They're also TAs. They're actually yeah. making money. Like, uh, I think her entire PhD is covered. Like oh, it's nice. free. Like she has no debt from that. So, uh, um, Tennessee as well. This is, uh, oh, okay. yeah, actually at, um, at my school. So, okay. yeah. So she, yeah, she's actually on a full ride at the university of Tennessee working at her PhD. But and getting paid at the same time, not much. Like you're mm. talking, like you don't get paid anything. You don't sleep either. Like the people that are in PhD programs, it's a lot of research. Yeah, work. yeah. A lot of our dates were literally us going to the library. Yeah. Um, I was working on actually at the time I I volunteered for one of our um one of our professors was having a baby, so there's a lot of things she couldn't do. It was actually on international uh, business, international retailing. And so I basically took over for like a month. This was right before I oh, came okay. out here. And I was like, I really need teaching experience. Mm. So I literally did that class for a month. Oh, that's cool. As an undergrad student, I was go, like. Man. You had some experience coming in. Man. I that's did. Cool. Grant, all my kids were 21, 22. Yeah. And we had a lot of fun. There's no difference. 21, 22, they're babies. <sighs> they are. They really are. But I don't know. Some of my kids here, they're, I know they're going to be really babies. I'm like, oof. Okay. Oh, yeah. They're going to be real babies. But no, I, I did. Uh, what our, most of our dates were, we went to the library and she would be studying to about five or six in the morning, turn around, be up at nine o'clock to go to class. So that's like a daily ritual for her. And then I would, a lot of times I would just join her and I would join her to about 2am. I'd be working on stuff for that class. What was funny is she was my, uh, she's the TA for that class as well. Okay. So we had a big kick out of it because nobody knew anything. So we were always laughing about this and just having a lot of fun. Ended up going great. I don't know who's fulfilling their fantasies. You fucking a teacher or she Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Uh, you know, honestly, I would say it's more her because, like, I never thought anything of that. I was like, okay, cool. Mm. So, yeah. But, no, the the reason why I'm talking about, you know, the Parasite movie, I want to go back to that. So, she was telling me a story. Like, their house literally it's like Parasite. It's like basement level. Mm. looks really poor. Yeah. It's really shocking, actually, because um, I didn't expect this. And uh, she was... Uh, tell me a story like one time she was just taking a shower and they have like one of those window showers somebody literally tried opening the window oh, really? yes okay. to sneak in like to the shower with her like Whoa. yeah yeah that's i know a little preview cr- creepy as shit standards like who does that in korea but okay right that yeah that's okay. actually happened so it's like wow it's like i can imagine like uh i think the window scene where it's like that one guy's peeing or something like that right in yeah. front of the window that's exactly like how it almost felt like for her mm. so it's like it's a little shocking about that part. Yeah, I can see that happening. Yeah. Yeah, easily. Because like, even around this neighborhood, like when I took, uh, take my dog out for a walk, you know, there are houses like basement level around here. There's mm-hmm. a lot of them. Like you just don't pay. I never paid attention until Parasite. And I lived in one pretty I, much. And I never noticed. I was like, oh, this is a very common thing. Yeah. I just never noticed. I've even, still even not noticed li- it yet. Yeah, even living in one for a year. I didn't notice until that movie came out. And I'm like, oh, this yeah. movie like really spotlights a part of Korean society that is forgotten. It's yeah. Like, there we, are people who live like this. We probably don't talk about that enough. And that's yeah. something, honestly, as I'm going to probably walk home, I'm probably going to be like, oh, 
I'm going to try to keep an eye on for this a little bit more. Cause it's like something I really don't notice either. Yeah. Granted, I, I kind of live outside of downtown. Like I feel like in the big downtown areas like Seoul, Daejeon, Daegu, you're going to see a lot more of that downtown. <coughs> oh, Corona. <coughs> Ugh, sorry. No, it's fine. Dan has Corona here, guys. Uh, basically sucks. <coughs> oh my God. Sorry guys. So no, it's just like, I need to definitely pay attention more to that. Yeah. And I really like that movie too. I, I really like those type of movies. Um, like Parasite, yeah, because they they spotlight people who don't have a voice. Yeah, you know, they, well, they're not represented. I actually watched that movie at first just because I love that actor, uh, Mr. Song. Who was that guy? Oh, okay. oh shit. the main guy. I always forget. I always mess up his name. It's, guys, you have to forgive me. I'm white. I'm really bad at the names. Um, the guy who played the um, the main character. Basically, the, he stabs the guy at the end. Oh, the the, the, the dad. Yes, oh, the dad. Okay. Like that is actually my oh, favorite no, he's Korean a good actor. actor. He's a oh good my actor. god! Yeah, yeah. I've seen him in several movies. The I think host. he um he also did Taxi. Yeah, Taxi Driver. Was that the Kwangju one? The Uprising. Yes. Yeah, yeah. He Kwangju. did that one too. Yeah, yeah. Um, he did Taxi Driver. I just watched another movie with him not too long ago. It was like The Drug King. Yeah, that one's good too. That one's great. That one was hilarious. Yeah. So no, Korean films are dope. They really are. People have been sleeping on Korean films. Like Korea's got great cinema. From like back in the 80s, 90s, people just don't watch. Yes. Yeah. So it's actually kind of cool, especially now seeing the Parasite winning the Oscar. I feel like that's really going to yeah, highlight awesome. a lot of Korea. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. It's like even me being part Korean, I'm like, that's fucking cool, man. Like, fuck the Oscars. But it's it's the pride, win. you know? It is. It's it is. the like, Korean pride. Cool. It's cool. Like, uh, I have three college professors that I'm very close with. In fact, I talked to one of them this morning. Yeah. Actually, I talked to one of them every day. She literally is like my mom. I call her Oma. I talk to her more than my okay, own okay. mom. Okay. Like that's weird, but I know, but it's like, that's how close I am with this one professor. And it's like for her, like when they won the Oscars, like she was like crying. Cause it's like a yeah. lot of pride for her, for yeah. her hometown. Like she misses Korea. Mm. Like, um, she actually will not give up her Korean. She's been in America for almost 30 years. Okay. She refuses to give up her Korean citizenship. Does she have dual citizen? Mm. No, you can't. Oh no, with Korean passport you can. She does not have dual citizenship. She just has like the Korean one, and like once a, I think it's once or once a year or twice a year, yeah. she goes to uh, Nashville, which is the capital of Tennessee, and okay. she renews her citizenship. Mm, okay. So that's what she has to do. Oh, uh, because I know there's a lot of Koreans who um. They forego their Korean passport citizenship, mm. get the U.S. citizenship, come back to Korea to get the dual citizenship without telling the U.S. government. It's pretty okay. common. That's how you get around that loophole. I think the. F- I'm not sure on that one. I think the fact that she's a professor and works for the oh, dad is that the one be, thing. They might be more under scrutiny. Yes. You're probably right. So there, yeah. I think that might be one of the things for it, but I really have no idea. I know yeah. she does not have like a United States citizenship, mm-hmm. but she's is been she in the U.S. for like 30 years. Yeah. Okay. Well, she seems comfortable with that. That's yeah. Fine. She loves it. Yeah. There are reasons she, uh, she loves the Korean healthcare system. Oh yeah. It's the shit. Out it is the shit. So it's like, yeah, she refuses to give up on that. And the American healthcare system is just a fucking joke. It is. Oh my God. Like if I was a Korean citizen living in America, like your professor, I'd be like, mm, every time I get a call, I'm like, let me go back to the motherland real quick. Right. This is cheaper than just staying here, getting a checkup. Yeah. Well, it's cool. She's actually going to be here this summer and then she has a sabbatical. So she's going to be here during the fall as well and okay. winter. So I'm planning on um, meeting up with her a lot. So mm. it's like, we're like I said, she's like my mom. Yeah. So she like, I won't be surprised if she considers me like one of her mm. own kids. How many kids she got out here? How many does she have? Yeah. None. She's never been married. Oh, okay. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's like she has a better chance of getting married in the States than here. uh, I don't think she wants to. She has like, uh, oh my God, her expectations is like unreal. Like unreal for what she wants in a person. Like I've talked to her about this. It's like, and also it's really funny. She talks a lot of shit about people. It's like the funniest thing ever. She's like the sweetest lady ever, but it's like, I went to one over to her house. I mean, her, we're just like, uh, we're watching a, I think it's like one of those rap or K-pop shows. Okay. And it's like, basically like almost like American Idol, but K-pop version. Mm. It's a Korean. It's all in Korean. And she is literally sitting there talking so much shit about one of these guys. I'm like, Oh, well, dang there. You know, it's just like, damn, it's just so funny. But like her expectations too high and what she wants in a person. So I'm like, okay. Mm. Well, I mean, she's happy. That's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's happy for the most part. Plus she has like a billion friends. So it's like, okay, she's good. Mm, okay that's good so actually one of the cool things is her sister lives in Daejeon oh yeah yeah so my uh, second week here when we were on quarantine mm-hmm. cough cough um 
I was like, I had no idea how to get supplies or anything I needed. So I called up, um, called her up, my professor. And she's like, hey, my sister's in Dijon. Give me two seconds. Her sister literally is like cacaoing me. Mm-hmm. Literally, we, me and her go out. And we go out for like lunch. Broke the quarantine nice. rule, guys. So I was like, uh, I'm, I'm going to trust this lady. Um, we went out for lunch, had like tie. She showed me around Dijon a little bit. Now consider like my aunt. So That's it's cool. like, it's really cool, yeah. actually. Having some... Uh, what neighborhood does she live in? Just curious. Do you know? What's the one of uh, Yusong? Oh, Yusong? Okay. I think it's Yusong. Yeah. Really close to the hot springs. Mm, that's like opposite end of you. Yeah. Sure. Oh my God. It's like a, it's like an hour bus, uh, bus yeah, ride from where I live. Yeah. Right, yeah. Oh shit. Well, I'm glad you got connections out here. A yeah, lot man. of people come here. They don't have connections. I came out here with a lot of connections somehow, but I don't know any much Korean. It's, yeah. I have like, like nothing guys. Uh, either way, at the end of the day, I think in any society, really, it's who you know. <laughs> That's the truth. Yeah. It helps. Yeah. It helps a lot. Yeah. Back in America, I used to use my grandfather's name just to get into doors. And then mm. here I use my uh, connections just to help me out. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. You never know where that takes you. For sure. Yeah. Mm. You vaping motherfucker. <laughs> just I know that's gonna cut I'm a, out. I'm on the I'm on a I'm on a vacation right now. Just let me enjoy myself. Okay, you know what? I'm like technically I'm on vacation here too. Yeah. Which has been the worst like vacation ever. Yeah, in quarantine. <laughs> oh my god, guys, vacation. So like the whole corona thing, like basically our vacation time got like so messed up. I have no winter break. I get mm. a summer break, which is cool. Supposedly now they're changing it over again. So my school told me I had five days that I had to use before the semester started. Like they told me okay. I had to. So I'm like, okay. Because you can't use them. Yeah. Okay. You're, you're, are they saying that you're just going to straight out lose them if you don't use them? Yes. Okay. That makes I can't sense. use them any other time. So yeah. I'm like, okay. So I took like three days off last week, took two days off this week, having just like one long vacation. Yeah. But here's the thing that sucks at Corona. So it's like all the cool places that I want to go check out, they're all closed. Yeah. So they what's the point of vacation? You know, it's literally, I, I think my first two days, I just wandered around the streets. Mm. There's like, I've done so much walking and hiking. Cause that's really, all I can do this oh, yeah, open. True. Um, been everywhere to the Yusong hot springs. They're completely close. That's mm. nothing. Um, like all the top 10 attractions. Heck, there's even parks that are closed down. Mm. Um, trying to think the one that's near the expo, um, science expo, the one that's like really, really nice. Oh the, yeah, that's, I know that part. You know that's what I'm talking about? To? Yeah. They actually have it closed off in a gate and everything. I walked oh. over there. I was like, Whoa. What about the open park one with the arboretum? Oh, like the open park one is open. Yeah. But the one okay. that's supposed to be like the nice, like man-made yeah, like yeah, yeah. lake type thing or quarry, whatever it is. It's like number two attraction on the, uh, trip oh, advisor sure. of Dijon. I'd have to, you have to show me. Well, they shut, closed down. Expo closed down. Um, what else? Uh, Sky Park's open. Sky Road's open. Some of the shops that are closed there, so that kind of stinks. Uh, Papiri Park's actually, I think, the coolest thing that's open right now. The Puri Park? Papiri, yeah. That's not that fun. It's, yeah, right? That's my favorite <laughs> thing so far. And the reason for that is because at night they have, like, light shows. Yeah. And so it's like, and with Corona, no one's there, so you literally uh, have the yeah, entire true. park to yourself. Mm. That's like the best thing right now. Mm. If I'm saying that's the best thing, that's when you know, man, this guy's really had a shitty vacation here. Yeah. I mean, that's, no, no, no. That, that's what that means. Exactly. Because I'm like, hold on, Puri Park? Like, no one goes there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So most of my time has been going to like the cafes near my place, studying or trying to study. Mm. Study Korean? Studying Korean. Okay. Look that's, at you. I know, right? Mm. I've got my, I can't read guys, believe it or not, but I got my letters down like really well. Okay. I'm trying so hard to get that to finally click. So oh, you'll learn quick. I'm the, you know that the the Hangul is actually the alphabet, Korean alphabet. Yeah, is actually what uh, like a like a heritage site thing, magic they're trying to preserve. Hmm. I I don't know how that whole process goes, but usually it's buildings and landmarks that are marked as heritage sites. This is one of the things where it's intangible and it's marked as a heritage how, site. Yeah, I kind of want to know more information. Like, how yeah, does that I work? don't know how that is, but I'm like, that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, and the thing too is like, there's these um these cultures that are fading away. Yeah. I'm talking about cultures in like South America or even Africa. Um, a lot of cultures are fading away. Their language is fading away, I should say. And the way they're preserving them is through Hangul. Hmm. So they're using Hangul to record their language and 
write out the dictionaries and stuff like that to preserve the languages. Yeah. No one knows how to write those languages anymore. That's kind of cool. That's really unique. Yeah. It's really unique. Like it's the only language in the world that's like phonetically, scientifically, systematically created. I know Hangu is supposed to be one of the easiest languages to read yeah. and get your letters down. Mm. Got my letters down. I'm just trying so hard to get that reading to finally click. Yeah. But okay, my God, cool. I've heard it's like the hardest language to speak. It's one of I them. Don't, oh, maybe because you're white. That might be it. No, thanks. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. I, I really mean that because um, the way your tongue moves and stuff like that, for the just like tongue moving, the way your mouth moves for the language, you're probably not used to it because English is so different. But if you, I can say even that. if you, yeah. even if you spoke like Japanese or like Chinese or anything, I think they can pick up the language more easily just because their tongue, their muscles, they're used to those type of movements. I will say that is definitely true. The more you talk about it, because like the two hardest languages in the world to learn are actually uh, Mandarin Chinese and English. Yeah, because they're so opposite. Beyond opposite. opposite, so it's like yeah. coming here of English. Everybody wants to know English for business and world mm-hmm. and travel. So it's like, cool, that's like a hard language for them to learn. And then I'm trying to learn Korean, which is a hard language for me to learn. So it's like mm-hmm. both equally, you're bright, it's both e- just so beyond opposite of each other. Yeah. It's so much different. Mm-hmm. Even like grammar structure is different. Too. Oh my gosh. Like now we're going to grammar. It's like, it's just a different grammar structure. It's com- Well, English is completely reversed from Korean. Yeah, it's completely reversed. Oh. Like, was it? I, for like English, we would say, I like this. Yeah. Korean's like, this, I like yeah. You know, it's like that. It's like opposite. It's like switched. Everything is completely different. So yeah. it's it's kind of interesting. It's cool, but yeah. hoping I get it down. I'm thinking two years is what it's going to take me to get this down. I'm sure you'll pick it up eventually. One day. Like, at least read because most people, I hope most people, <laughs> foreigners in Korea learn Hangul because that shit's written everywhere, man. It helps. It is, but there's also a little bit of English. Yeah, Broken yeah, English that's funny, but you know, it's hey, it's, yeah, yeah. there's a lot mm-hmm. out there, so... Yeah. What are your expectations in Korea? Right now? Mm. Honestly, figuring things out. I've only, I feel like I've really only been a, really, I feel like I've only been in Korea for like two weeks because of the quarantine. Yeah. So it feels like I'm just not exploring. Mm. I really can't wait for this whole Corona thing just to die down even more. So it's like shops can be open, places can be open. People can be a little bit more friendlier. Um, I would say that's the hardest thing about getting here at the time that I got is people are so distant to you right now. And it, you, you have to, at first I was like, man, is it this cause I'm a white? Is this cause I'm a foreigner? What's going on? Like I actually, first I took it very offensively cause I was like, man, I didn't think it was going to be like this. Yeah. But then it's like realizing the situation at hand, they're like that with each other right now. And it's not just, yeah, yeah. it's cause of Corona. It's not cause you're white. They yeah. White people. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've picked that up. I get a lot of stares, but a lot of them are really good stares. I'm like, mm. okay, cool. But, um, no, also it's like, I've had one, I think I've only had like one really positive, like really positive experience so far of just like this one Korean lady. Okay. So there's this one Dunkin' Donuts is like right next to my house. So I walk in there one day, I was just going to go get breakfast, like donuts and stuff like that. And so I walk in, I'm like, Anyang haseyo. And they're like, just for me, just saying hi and bowing to her and just being really nice. She started freaking out. It was like really, really like gave me that real, like crazy treatment i was like mm. either there's not a lot of foreigners that come in here so she's really freaking out or she's just really really a sweet nice lady is that white privilege man might be that white privilege That's what that but is. that is the only time i've ever had that and i was like sure. wow i go in there saying young i say oh my the packer they don't give a fuck they're like oh this dude's retarded well that was all i said to her it's like she started freaking out i'm like oh man this is awesome she's nice i, I felt finally comfortable i'm like okay cool yeah, yeah, that's usually the experience white people get. Oh, right. Yeah, you guys get treated real nice out here. Yeah, I feel like it's. I feel like you're going to see both, though, man. Let's be real. You're also going to. We're going to face a lot of racism. Oh every, no, no, every, you will. Say everybody, you though. will. No, but at the end of the day, I think everybody has a really good experience out here. I think foreigners. so. Yeah, Korea is a great country. It really is. I think so. I think I would say one thing though that I'm starting to notice is it's not very diverse in their landscapes. Oh, like geography yeah everything to me almost looks the exact same oh yeah completely like um if the funny thing is that if you go to seoul you've kind of gone through all of korea you have if you think about it, like i mean yeah you have like namsan and like the mountains and stuff like that uh Pukansan, whatever yeah sure there's a bunch of mountains this country's like 70 percent mountains hmm. but like if you see seoul the skyscrapers taejeon is just a smaller version of that 
Uh, Tegu is just a smaller version of that. Gwangju is just a smaller version of that. Yeah. You've been to Seoul. You've seen all of Korea. The rest of Korea is just a smaller version of Seoul. I spent a few days in Seoul before I started working. That was like the one time I actually got to feel like I really got to see Korea before all the Corona disaster. And that was really cool. It was really nice. Um, I really like that area a lot, actually. And it's like, but once you've seen that area, you're right. It's like, Korea's all the exact same, man. It's all unified. Yeah. So Mm. the other thing is you don't see a lot of, I would say people and what they wear here. There's not a lot of colors. Always black. Yeah. Koreans are very homogenous in every sense of the word. Oh my gosh. From architecture to makeup to hairstyles. Like they... What do they do? They switch between three or four hairstyles. That's <laughs> all it is. It is like yeah. men and women. They wear, they wear the same fucking makeup styles. Yeah, there's every, no individuality. Every it. once in a while, you'll see somebody who has like a different color hair, and it's like, oh, cool. Yeah, this guy cool. dyed a blonde. I'm like, yeah. man, I like that. Yeah. So it's like, I like that diverse. Man, that's so rare. It's like, uh yeah, and those stand out because they are so different. Yeah. So you actually see it. You're like, oh my god, that's kind of cool. I like it. Person got I see a nose that. ring. Like, oh. Like, Fancy, look at you. I love it. And granted, I'm white, so one day I wore my uh, orange hoodie. One of my favorite hoodies is orange. Mm. Wore that walking around downtown. I'm already getting stared at anyway, so I'm like, hey, hey why not? You're getting even more stared at. Jeez. Yeah. Orange? <laughs> orange, dude. Mm. Once the University of Tennessee, it's orange and white. Go Vols. My school was blue. My school is known for their crazy fan base, and yes, we are very, very crazy, very loyal, but we're also very loving. It's very funny, but my God, we are like yeah. freaking nuts back home. Uh, curious, is your school mainly white? What's the... Oh, like demographics? Yeah. Just um, I would say about majority is white. Yeah. Um, okay. However, there is now a lot more diverse. Actually, we have a lot more students that are from internationally, um, especially in the grad programs. Actually, in my program that I want to... I don't think there was a single white person that was in our grad program. Oh, really? Yeah. So wait, why is that? Most people were not actually, I think there was only two that were from America. No one. No. Wow. Yeah. I don't even think there was one that was American. Was it just cheap or do they just accept a lot? No. Um, I think actually for the program that was in, there's only like six that are actually in the United States. There used to be a seventh or eighth. I think um, one of them closed down. It was Ohio State. The Ohio State had uh, one of their programs. So our, our program was a little specialized in, in uh, business. Okay. And um, so our specialty uh, program, it's like, yeah, there's not very much, especially with this type in grad school. I think actually the master's program here, I think it might just be Young, no, Young Say. Young Say might be the Young only Se. one that actually has the master's program here in Korea. Um, I definitely don't want to get young say, I would love to go to young say, but it's just like, I don't want to pursue that for grad school. It's not what I want. Mm. I don't like business. Yeah. I like people more instead of business and helping yeah. people. So I want to do something in regards to that. I just got to figure out what, mm. yeah. But I would say we had people from Turkey, um, Iran, Saudi Arabia. Where else do we have them from? No, we had only one white person. The more and more I thought about it. Cause Damn. we had somebody from Brazil, Mexico. Yeah. Uh, and I love all these, I love all of our grad students. Like mm-hmm. I, I was like the one, I had a very different experience in college cause I went at the age of 25 back to school. Yeah. So all my classmates were like 18, 19, mm-hmm. all the grad students were all my age. So mm-hmm. I hung out, I had that weird experience where like all the grad students liked me and I liked them because we were the same age. Mm-hmm. They knew I was there to better myself, not party like some of the kids were yeah. and I actually tried my best in school. It's like, I'm not the smartest, but I was, I was there. I showed up, um, and I actually had fun and I made it fun. So it's like, it was funny actually. Once I, I was never allowed to hang out with them, but as soon as I graduated, mm. they're all like, Hey, let's grab beers. That's cool. I was like, it's a really cool experience. And now that I actually still go back to my school, I volunteer, I help out. And I was trying to get that experience. Yeah. So I hung out of all of them. So mm. very, very cool. Very unique. They always thought it was cool. I was going to Korea as a white person. <laughs> yeah. We actually did have a lot of Koreans in our grad department. Mm. Five. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's maybe 20, 20 of our grad department. Five of them are Korean, so that's about a quarter of it. Oh, that's a big percentage. That's actually, yeah. I think that was majority of the percentage was yeah. Korean. Mm. And then we had four professors there that were Korean. I'm close to three of them. Oh, wow. The fourth one I actually have never is met. Is there a lot of Koreans on Tennessee? Like, like Korean Americans. Like, is there a community out there? There is not. And oh, this really? is actually, this is what's so crazy. So in Tennessee... Um, if I want to go to like any type of Korean area or Korean town, I have to drive all the way to Atlanta, Georgia. 
Okay, there's a which, lot of them out there. In Georgia, there's a lot. Uh, Tennessee does not offer Korean at all as a class. Um, the University of Tennessee has one of the best business programs, actually, mm. in uh, America. Really good. Um, has them. They own Pilot, the Flying J, on the Browns. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a big sports fans, guys. Football's like my world. UT football in general. So it's like they actually have one of the best business schools out, out there. What I'm always so shocked on, though, is we don't offer any Korean classes, mm. um, which actually that's something I've been thinking about. It's, hey, while I'm here, why not work in my master's in maybe Korean culture yeah. or something, something I could probably take with me back home because multiple dream job is actually to work at my university like years down the line, maybe like 20, 30, 40 years down the line. Mm. So that's what I want to do. Yeah, Curious. Uh in Tennessee, what's the like Asian demographic? Just curious. One percent, maybe. One percent. Yeah. What's the majority of that one percent? Do you know? Oh, like majority. Yeah, the Viet. Like, I'm guessing it's Vietnamese, probably. You know, honestly, I would actually probably say it's probably Chinese. Oh yeah. Um, we have Eastman. What? Eastman. Eastman is a engineering company that is. Oh okay. It's really really close to that Virginia border. Okay. Um. There's a lot of Vietnamese in Virginia. I would say there's more Chinese than anything. And the reason I say that is because Eastman also has a company in China as well. What is like a subsidiary? What's that? I really don't know too specific. Mm. I just know that the Chinese population is big up there. So I would say out of our Asian percentage, it's probably definitely going to be Chinese more than anything. And it's mostly due to Eastman. Eastman makes all the plastics around the world. Oh, Um, like it's a big, big deal. And so their manufacturers or their big time, uh, I think that's the right word, manufacturers. Look at me, mess up my English words here. Basically, their their plants are in Tennessee, and then they have one, I think one or two in China. Okay. So it's like, that's that's why you see a lot of, of them that are there. Yeah. Are they like uh, like expat Chinese, or are they like Chinese Americans? I'll say expat Chinese. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm sure there's now more Chinese Americans yeah. and stuff. And we have a small Korean population. There actually is a Korean church. In uh, my, uh, well, Korean churches are city. fucking everywhere. There's Koreans. Right, right. Shit, it's probably like a fucking Christian church. <laughs> uh, actually, I did go to Korean church back home. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so one of my professors... I know, I keep talking about my professors. I'm very close, guys. So one of my professors... Yes, yes. I'm joking. <laughs> you know what? It's fine. Because they know, like... Oh, my God. They know my stories. They're like, wow, this kid's crazy as shit. Hopefully, maybe one day I'll come on here and talk about more funny-ass things that you guys will be like, what the cool. fuck? <laughs> one time I got kidnapped for a month. Okay, <laughs> right? <laughs> so anyways, like one of my professors, though, she took me to Korean church. And um, I went there just trying to get more experience before I had over yeah. here. Not knowing a single word, going to like a Korean mass. Mm. And like, or I think it's Presbyterian, it's like Korean worship, whatever they called it. And I was like, okay, this is really cool. I'm a Christian guy. So I'm like, yeah, cool, cool. Never push on people. But I still have no idea what the hell happened in that church today. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I went and had fun. What, did that church have a lot of Korean goers, though? I would say there's maybe like 30 people that were there that were Korean. Okay. How how, how many? Like think? 30 people were there every time I went. So I would say there's probably like 50 or... Oh, that's a pretty big majority. I would say it's, it's a good... It's mm, a little church. Okay. It's little. It's not big, but it's mm. small. And there's actually a couple of white guys. That's cool. That was always funny. So I was always the... I was the like newest guy. There's only like three mm. of us. So that was always yeah. different. Yeah. So me, I've always been interested in like immigrants like immigrant stories like why did they go here there's always an interesting story so one thing about like teaching Mm -hmm. uh, as a college professor especially in the salt area they actually want you to have experience in the united states or an english-speaking country so a lot of the professors like that came to america and have taught there um their original goal was to go to seoul and teach Mm. like um that's what my girlfriend is doing right now. She's going back. She's, you know, in America getting her PhD because that improves her chances of teaching in Seoul. Okay. Teaching yeah. in Seoul. She's making the right steps. Teaching in Seoul as a college professor, hard as hell to get in. Very imagine. It's hard. hard to even just get into a Seoul university. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of like why a lot of the professors, they will go back home or they'll go to the uh, United States, Tennessee, mm-hmm. teach there. And then try their hardest to come back to Seoul. Yeah. Or they end up falling in love and just stick up America. Like uh, mm-hmm. I have uh, two professors. What is it? They got their, one got their master, one got her master's at, no, doctor's at the Ohio State. The other one got her doctor's at Purdue. And it's like, they never went back home. Mm-hmm. They go back home during the summers to see a family, but they, they, they want to stay in America. Yeah. 
Well, with that, we are about an hour in, man. All right. Yeah, way to go, man. Cool. Yeah. Anyways, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast. Uh, hopefully, I'll have you on again. Yeah. I, I, would... I still need to hear your fucking Christmas story. Oh, my God. Uh, you know yeah. what? Do you guys want just to hear a random story while we're ending this just for the fun of it? Uh, you want to save it for next time? Or you want to keep going and finish that story? I'll tell you what. Next time I come on, guys, I'll talk to you guys about getting robbed at the age of 16 uh, by a guy wearing a Santa Claus costume on Christmas Eve. Yeah, even I haven't read that story yet. Yeah. He's been telling him. He's been like, I, I have, Dude, I have some up. crazy work stories that everyone's yeah. like, what the fuck? Well, we'll share that next time, hopefully, okay? Uh, with that said, thank you again for coming, Matthew. Yeah, thanks. It's a pleasure uh, to be on I'm here. I'm glad you were able to come on and share your experience so far. Yeah. It's always kind of nice to hear like new people come on here and share their own perspective on things. Yeah. yeah. It helps me learn too, you know, because I'm always trying to learn, experience new things, new perspectives. Not for sure. Yeah. I mean, we're all different. So it's like, you yeah. can always learn something from somebody. I'm learning for stuff sure. from you and stuff like that. Mm. So, and with that, thank you ladies and gentlemen for joining us today. You can of course always catch us on your favorite streaming services that include Spotify, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, and all them doodads. And of course, catch us on our Patreon, because ladies and gentlemen, this shit costs us money, and I is broke. <laughs>